Welcome to Holding Center, a podcast created to help you own and hold center stage, not only on show day, but also in your life. I'm your host, Ashley Markham, owner of Myo Strength, and joined with me is my co-host, Ashley Spoker, owner of B&B Fit. Let's hold center. Yo, what's going on, Stokes? How are you? I am good. How are you? How's your week been? It's been busy. It's already Tuesday, but it feels like Tuesday of next week. Like, it's just been so busy. You know, like I released that mobility guide for better Mm -hmm. posing and better performance, and it has gone gangbusters. I mean, I'm having bikini athletes. I'm having like bodybuilders reach out. They were like, give me this fucking guide. And I'm just showing like, some mobility drills that I do for my upper body, my back, my hips. Cause obviously I showed that like my hips used to be fucked up. It was like literally like, you Dude. know, like a severe difference, right? It was look how fucked up that was. And now they're like, as even as they're ever going to be, because obviously I still have legs that are a bit longer than the other, but like, isn't that nuts? Dude, yeah. Like when you put those side by sides, like your shit was so fucked, dude. Like it literally, Oh my God. Have you ever played like Tetris? I mean, can you ever like, bear with me you know that one that's like it's got three across and then there's like a bar underneath it and it's got like yes I'm like Jesus fucking Christ like that's your I'm like I don't even know how your body works like that I don't but oh you guys haven't my. got it God, that's <laughs> reach out awesome dude reach, reach out to her because it is proof look it up on Instagram look at her post side by side she's done the work it's all good because god damn that doesn't look good on stage oh my god those tetris <laughs> hips yes oh tetris god, hips. That's, awesome. that's the term <laughs> tetris hips i love it trademark trademark that bitch but yeah how are you how's your week been yeah my week was like a little odd um i was very stressed psychologically stressed this past week so i lost sleep over it too like saturday night friday and saturday i could not sleep like i think i had like five hours I ended up like taking a nap i wanted to go train and i couldn't because obviously but yeah but it seems to be working itself out um i just the last couple of days my first thoughts in the morning i've been doing like morning work while i'm still in bed and just telling myself like yesterday's the past the past is the past you can't worry about it like what's today gonna be and how how are your intentions gonna be and my thing is like i'm gonna be calm throughout the day and whatever whatever situation arises i want to approach it with happiness love and and like learning you know and just go mm-hmm. forward from that and that's just been helping me it's a small little trick and i'm like you're not allowed to get out of bed until you have a happy mindset for the day and i like that so you literally can't wake up on the wrong side of the bed because you're refusing to wake up on that side exactly i'm just like dude if you if my first thought in the morning is like negative i'm like you're gonna sit here calm yourself down talk to yourself until you're happy ash and and move on until your ass until your ash is happy i love that you're happy ash <laughs> it's what i love about our name is it can be like like kind of interchanged with the word ass so you're like being an asshole like i love like i love doing that so much (laughs) yes oh my god i love it i love it speaking of being an asshole today we're bursting your bubble on your favorite excuses and i'll be honest we've been guilty of using these excuses before as well Mm -hmm. like we are not you know we are not immune to these excuses but falling into this victim mentality bullshit has got to stop and so we are going to be bursting some bubbles today and breaking some hearts. So first excuse, I don't have the time. Okay. Mm. I don't have the time. Hate this excuse, right? When I was 16 years old, 
I found and made the time to lose weight. Now, did I do it the healthy way? Fuck no, I did not. But I was a full-time student. I took care of a handicapped mom. I had a part-time job. I made it to the gym and I meal prepped my food. I was in extracurriculars. I played sports. I wanted to hang out with friends. I was studying for the ACTs. I still lost weight and made myself a priority at 16 years old, a fucking child. You don't have the time. Yes, the fuck you do. You make the time. You prioritize your time. You schedule. Ashley, continue myth busting that <laughs> that time. Because I know you have clients that have excused themselves. Oh, my God, girl. Yeah. So I like to really put it in perspective. It's like I don't have the time for that because everyone has the time. And you're choosing where to, I don't want to say waste your time, but not use your time wisely. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can look it up. There's like studies that show like, you know, the average American spends like three hours and 15 minutes on their phone every day. The average time for TV walk is, you know, our TV watching is like three hours a day, which blows my mind. Cause I personally don't watch any TV. I like, don't have the time. I don't care for it. It doesn't provide value to my life at all. Um, so I just don't, but yeah, I know it's hard for people to kind of be like, I don't have the time. One of my greatest examples is, um, one of my current clients, a month ago, she was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't have the time. I'm ready to quit. I can't, I'm done. I'm done with our, our time together. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like what is going on? And she's like, I started picking up extra shifts. So now I'm working four days a week. I can't go to the gym four days, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's scale back. Let's, let's find some time in your schedule. Let's drop your workouts down. Let's do maybe only four or five movements, hit them hard. Let's go to two days a week. We'll do two full body movement days and we'll have one day a week that you're off where we meal prep all your food for the week. Cool. She comes back to me in two and a half weeks. She's like, I've been planning every single thing out in my schedule to the day. She's like, I found time. I can go back to the gym four days a week now. I'm really ready and motivated to do this. And I was like, it all just comes down to like, hey, you might be like overwhelmed, but you have to sit down. And she's like, I write in my schedule every single, like for the week. I sit down and write down the times I'm going to do this, the times I'm going to do that. And I found this very beneficial and I kind of conveyed it to my other clients and even myself too, sitting down and making that schedule of like, Hey, like what time am I going to work out on this day? Or what time am I going to meal prep? What time am I going to do my client check-ins? And it all comes down to scheduling that time and making the time for it. Because like I said, you know, we're wasting time on our phone. We're wasting time watching TV and all of these things that, become excuses mm-hmm. as to why we can't when in reality you fucking can mm-hmm. now i will say and now although we have the same hours in the day we are all blessed as soon as we wake up we wake up we are blessed with 24 hours right now i will say the 24 hours that we have are all going to be different for example ash and i 24 hours is going to be probably very similar considering we have similar jobs similar lifestyles a new mom, a new dad with a fresh baby just born. Their 24 hours is going to be very, very different, right? Mm -hmm. So there needs to be a give and take when it comes to scheduling with flexibility, which is why communication with your coach and expectations need to be realistic. Because obviously if you are a new mom and you're like, hey, I want to hit the gym seven days a week, go to you know, my kickboxing classes, yada, 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 you were going to be in a a rude awakening. You were not going to have the same 24 hours as like an established mom or as a college athlete or as an aspiring competitor that works a nine to five, which is why scheduling 
and cutting out unnecessary hours of bullshit scrolling through Instagram or your Pinterest board needs to be done. Like you are going to need to be scheduling so that way you can be successful in whatever endeavor you want to do, whether it's bodybuilding related or not. Mm -hmm. There was a time, a brief period in my life recently where I was doing three jobs. I was still working out and still making time to spend with my family and do some extra things that I wanted, but everything was planned out to a T. I was, you know, I had to be at one job for so many hours of an, on a day and, you know, and I still was maintaining like good sleep, but it just happens on like my days off. That's when you have to get things done. Mm-hmm. But not only is, um, you know, time a big, big excuse. Another one that I hear is I don't have the money. I don't have the money to hire you as a coach. Yep. Yeah. It's or, like, you, you hate to see it. <laughs> yes. I know. I hear that often and I get it. Like right now it is, it is a time where, it is hard. It's difficult society as a whole. Um, you know, the, the economics are just not great at the moment, but for me personally, coaching is a non-negotiable for me. I budget it in, it stays, it's not going anywhere. Um, and I know there are a lot of bills that people have to pay. I will say this, and I'm not going to like toot my own horn. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but like I bought my own house by myself two years ago. I still live in my own house all by myself. This is a one income household. Um, you know, so I make sure that like my basic needs are always met. And part of my basic needs is my coach because that is related to my fucking health. Mm-hmm. Like for me personally, it's not just like me and Ash are the same. We're not just writing like a a cookie cutter program. And, um, here's like a meal plan to go eat. No, like we're interactive with our clients. We want them to live a whole life, like complete life. So when we think about having a coach, it's the entire package, you know, the sleep, the, the scheduling times out, like figuring out how, how to help with mental issues and things like that, you know? So for me, as far as like that part of my finances will never go because it's making me who I am and my health. And that's important to me. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people just honestly don't have a budget. They talk about budgeting, but they have never got out like a fucking Excel spreadsheet or pen and paper and see what they spend their money on, on a weekly, daily, monthly basis. People literally do not do that. They just see these credit card bills and they pay it. And then they see their bank account dwindle and they're like, Oh, well, I don't have the money. Well, it's like, yeah, no shit. Cause you're not tracking it. Right. Like every year, literally the beginning of every year, Eric and I lay out our Excel spreadsheet with our budget, we have our mortgage, we have our weekly groceries, we have, you know, our money for dates, we have our investments, we have our retirement, we have all of these fucking things laid out. And this year, when we did it, we saw how much money we were spending on our phone bill, we saw how much money we were spending on like extra, you know, like streaming services. Mm. And obviously, those were important, especially YouTube TV was important for football season, because I fucking love football. And that was a non negotiable for me. But now the football's dwindling. You know, after the Super Bowl, we're canceling it. But just by laying out our budget, we were able to switch phone bills. So we were paying $113 a month for Sprint. We're now paying $30 a month for Visible. So that saves us like practically $1,000 a year. We cut, I know, we cut out, um, we'll eventually cut out YouTube TV, which will save us $70 a month. We will cut, we already cut out like Peacock and another streaming service that we like we just don't need to use. We can just watch regular TV or do something else with our time. 
And mm-hmm. so it's like we, within a matter of five minutes, we were able to save practically like 300 bucks a month that we now get to save for retirement, put into our house, whatever. But with that, we make sure that we budget for supplements. We budget for my coaching. And so it's important because it's important to me. I value my health. I value, you know, my, my business because I am part of my business as a coach, you are your business. Mm -hmm. And so I place value on having a coach to take, have someone to take care of me so I can take care of others. And because I value it, because I, it is important. I make sure I budget my time and my money to make it happen because I am important enough. I value myself enough and value my money enough to make sure that this is something I can afford. Yeah, no, I agree. Like I remember like when I first bought my house, like two years ago, I sat down like pen and paper. I got out my, um, like I had my, um, bank statement printed, Mm -hmm. um, for like the last couple of months. And I went through and highlighted every single thing that was fucking bullshit. And I kid you not for like the whole month, there was maybe like 15 things on there that I thought were actually beneficial where my money needed to go. Like obviously Mm -hmm. like bills, groceries, things like that. But the rest of it, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, why am I spending so much money on coffee? Like at coffee shops, I get it. Every once in a while, have some time with your girls, with your friends, get some coffee. It's nice as a little reward. But when you're going every day, that shit adds up, especially like Starbucks. I get it. The shit's great. I love it. It's good. Customizable, whatever. But like, it's like seven, 10, 15 bucks for like one cup of coffee. For your frappuccino. (laughs) Girl, yes. And like, I I do it too. Like actually, I literally was going like this past month. Like I think I went like four or five times a week and I was just like on a kick for it for like two weeks only because of the fact that I was fucking lazy to make it myself. And I was like, dude, this is just a waste of my money. I can make my own fucking coffee at home. So I went to the store, got my own little fucking frother. Shit's been great. Here's my great cup of coffee. And... I'm saving myself fucking $8 a day, $7 a day, whatever it is. Exactly. It's just going in, like you said, and fine combing what is necessary, what is not, what is important to you. I think one of the best things that you have ever said to me, it was one of the first times we ever met. You were like, I always ask people this question. How do you want to live the last 10, 15, 20 years of your life? And that has left the biggest impact on me because I'm like, holy shit, I'm a nurse. I see people when they're 40 and 50 and they're bedridden. I, I don't want that. I know my clients don't want that. Your clients don't want that. So it's like, why would you not put the time and money and effort into something that creates the best possible outcome for you to be the best version of you? Another thing too, before I get too far on that tangent is going out and drinking. I used to abuse the fuck out of alcohol. I was a party girl. It was wild to say the least, yep. but like my bar tab, I, this is going to sound so bad. My bar tabs in like one night, like on a Friday night would for my fucking self. I mean, I'm sure I bought like a few drinks here and there, but like would be damn near 200 bucks for myself. And I would do that five, six, seven times a month. Wow. Yeah, like I was almost impressive that you had that much money to spend as a college kid. Like that's actually really impressive. All I did was like, I guess I just like worked and yeah, got gas money and beer money. And that was pretty much it. That's impressive, dude. Dude. Yeah. I mean, I was working as like a nursing assistant and I would work like 16 hour days, like three days in a row. Mm. So like 
not recommend health, health, but yeah. So yeah, so it was, it was a lot, but yeah, that is another big one too, that I've seen a lot of, oh, I can't afford this. I can't afford that. And you know, I watch people on Instagram and I'm like, dude, like that shit's fucking expensive. Like, especially when you're going out and you're tipping the waitress and all of that, which you should be tipping the fucking waitress or waiter guys. Come on. Yep. And even when times are tough, you should still do it. Um, common courtesy. Right. And, um, but I see a lot of money wasted on that. It's just going out, getting food there, getting drinks here, getting coffee there. And it's like, you can really reel that back in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next bubble we need to burst. I don't have the energy. Now I get it, but why do you not have the energy? Is it because you're not taking care of yourself? Mm-hmm. Is it because you're focusing your time and your money on things like alcohol and staying up late and playing video games, watching TV and skipping breakfast and drinking your frappa tappuccino instead of having like eggs and toast and fruit and like you know like why do you not have energy what are you fucking up in your life that is so draining where you do not have the energy to do the things that you need to do to take care of yourself because when you actually dissect it's like budgeting when you look at your life you look at what you were doing how you were behaving there is a reason why you do not have the energy there is a reason for it So then you have to like, you know, essentially go backwards and figure out, well, why do I not have the energy and correct that? Because guys, we are not meant to wake up and feel dead within Mm. the first 20 to 30 minutes. When you spring out of bed, you should feel like a fucking spring chicken. You should be ready to rob a bank, climb Mount Everest and to like, you know, get ready to go. But how many of us are rolling our asses out of bed like zombies drinking a full pot of coffee and like, you know, screaming into the void just to feel something because we are that low on energy. It is a epidemic and it needs to stop. I'm about to put that on my morning mantras when I wake up and be like, today's a great day. I'm going to rob a bank. (laughs) Dude, I'm serious though. Like you should wake up within 20 to 30 minutes and you should be ready to fucking go. And if you're not, that's a problem. No. Yeah, I agree. And obviously like low energy too is usually, I mean, mostly let's be real. If you're, if you're overweight and unhealthy, you're going to feel like shit and you're not going to want to fucking move. So, I mean, it, it just all goes back into kind of the same thing here, but yeah, I hear this a lot too. It's like, I don't have the energy. I don't have the time, but how are you going to get the energy? You know how, yeah, this is, so yeah, this is a good excuse. You know, let's burst that bubble. Well, I don't have energy. Great examples. Like you said, going to bed on time, eating your breakfast, not downing coffee. Like, and these are all things that again are better for your health, you know? So another good one, another myth we'd like to bust here is smarts. I don't have the smarts. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Neither does anybody else. I'm going to tell you that right yep. now. Yep. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the podcast. No one knows what the fuck we're doing. We're trying to figure it out just like you, but we're trying exactly but yeah no for real a lot of people are just like i don't know what i'm doing i'm just not gonna do it well how are you gonna learn do you say that with everything when when you're a fucking toddler and you're like i don't know how to walk i guess i'm just not gonna do it no you just get up and start doing it you start trying you figure it out Mm -hmm. you know you learn on the go pretty much and then also too obviously hiring a coach talking to friends, people who know what they're doing can guide you in that direction like don't be scared to to ask questions people (laughs) get so nervous and anxious when they don't know something because they fear they're going to look stupid, but there's nothing. If you don't know something, you don't fucking know something, you know? Yeah. 
No, a hundred percent. And like also being afraid to ask your coach questions. Like I, so I used to scroll on Reddit before I deleted it. Cause again, it was a time waster. Mm-hmm. Like it was a time waster. So I deleted Reddit, but I used to like follow like these bikini groups on Reddit and they would be asking questions about their programming to fucking strangers. And I'm like, you are spending money on a coach. You have decided that this is important. This is worth your time, your money, your energy, your resources. And you were asking strangers on the internet who do not know a flying fucking thing about you, about your programming. Ask your coach whom you are paying, who knows a little bit about you. And if they don't give an answer that you understand, like ask them in a different way or like try to make sure you're on the same page, you know, but like, it makes no fucking sense to me. It makes no fucking sense to me. Another thing that I was blessed with wisdom was from my high school woodshop teacher. And for those of you guys don't know, I actually am really big into woodshop and like stuff like that. I used to make rocking horses. Um, So fun fact. Yeah. Fun fact about me. I used to make, um, sports team themed rocking horses. So I made like an OSU rocking horse, a Bengals rocking horse. Yeah. So fun fact about coach Ash. Um, but anyway, he gave me this, this great words of wisdom. And I went to a Christian school, just FYI. So he was like, Ashley, God has blessed us all with different capacities. He's like with different capacities and different smarts. Someone like me, I have a thimble sized capacity. Like I am a C student. I will work and try my hardest And that hardest that I have tried is still just C plus quality, but I'm giving it my best. He's like, someone like you, you have a bucket size capacity. He's like, you can fill it so full with all that you are smart and blessed with. He's like, and that's why your quality is A plus, but it's important to recognize that we all have different size capacities when it comes to our level of intelligence. But that does not mean that you can't use it to your fullest ability to create something of your life. And that was so profound and impactful that that has carried on to this day a full decade later. So just because we have different size capacities of to our intelligence does not mean that you cannot fill that bucket up or that thimble size capacity up. Yeah, right on, honestly. And that's that's where coaches come are very useful, I should say, because we are able to convey that information, you know, whether you're you're a pea size or a whole fucking cantaloupe. I'm going to change it up. And, you know, I have people that I had two new clients within this last month. that had no idea. Didn't know dick about fucking nutrition. Couldn't tell you where to start, what a carb was, what, what a protein was this past two weeks. They have been nonstop asking me questions, which is great, which (laughs) is fantastic. We're educating. Now all of a sudden they understand what macros are. They understand how to track them, what they do for their body, when they're important, like what, and I'm just like, it just has blown my mind. And even funny you bring that up because the one kid's like, yeah, like, you know, I was pretty decently smart in high school. I wasn't the smartest. So like some of this seems like a lot, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to what you say and I'm here for it. I'm like, damn, dude, yeah. fucking damn. Like good for you. Even though you think you don't know what's going on, there's always an opportunity to learn. Also too, I want to kind of jump back to that Reddit story where you were like, hey, they're uh, asking other people. I'm not going to name any fucking names, but um, there is a coach that I know and multiple of his bikini female athletes have slid into my DMs asking me multiple questions about their protocols, about this, about that. And I'm a coach, but I'm not your coach. And I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like I am not stepping boundaries. If you are questioning it, I think that says something. That's a red flag. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. No, 100%. 
But I will say I'm proud of these people for thinking on their own and being like, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea, you know? And in a way I am um, kind of blessed to the fact that they are reaching out to me and realizing that like my information that I do put out there is validating for them um, and can educate them and help people. Um, you're the same way, you know, just because you are not smart in that situation, it shouldn't be an excuse. There's always room to grow. So yeah. we're going to burst that bubble now because Instagram is endless resource. Your coach, endless resource. Like, you know, the internet. Yeah. Don't believe everything you hear. Find out what works for you. And then again, it shouldn't be an excuse. Agreed. Agreed. And it will take some sweat equity. Like, don't just like, you know, think that there's not going to be any hard work in place when it comes to learning. Like the learning takes effort. It takes time. It takes energy. So like, just don't like think that your coach is just Google either, because obviously there needs to be some boundaries, but at the end of the day, we can find out how much like an elephant turd weighs if you are genuinely curious. So it's like, don't be afraid to be curious and to seek out an answer. Do not like gaslight yourself and be like, oh, I'm not smart enough for this because like you probably are. You just need to give it time, right? Mm -hmm. Next bubble that we're going to pop. I don't have the genetics. Oh, spoiler alerts. Like, 99% of us fucking don't have the genetics. For God's sakes, Ash has an autoimmune disorder. Do you think that's playing to her benefit? No. Yeah, I Guess fucking what? wish. Right. Like, <laughs> no, it doesn't play to her benefit. So here's the deal. Most of us don't have the genetics. Most of us aren't going to be Nick Walker or Skillion or other, like, great, wonderful people that are on the Olympia stage. The lucky 1% or maybe the even 0.1% of you fucks, yeah, you're, you're, you are just built for bodybuilding. We hate you but we also love you because we want to see you win. But it's one of those things that not everyone has the genetics and that's okay. Still show up for yourself because if you honestly are so small in your thinking that you just discount your ability to become better because of your genetics, oh, not on my team, not in my life. Hell no, you are not someone I want to be friends with because that is so small-minded and sad. I will not be held back because my parents did not give me the right DNA to be bodybuilding. I will step on stage because of my hard work, the time, the patience, the energy, the money that I put into it. And will I win? Hopefully, hopefully that makes a difference. Am I going to be on the Olympia and like being Miss Olympia in bikini? Probably not. That's not what I want. But will I try my fucking hardest to get to where I want to go? Absolutely. Genetics or no genetics, I will work hard. Yeah, I, I honestly, me personally, I don't hear this one often when I talk to people, but I do know it's like played, I guess, plays a role in people's mindset too, though, when they're just like, yeah, like that that's something I couldn't do. Like, I don't have, you know, whatever. But as far as genetics go, yeah, like I don't think there's, yeah, like there's like 1% of the population who actually has the genetics that are, yeah, you know, yeah. like to, to compete. So I it's, it can be an excuse. I understand that. Um, it's not a good one because like you said, you can work hard. You can literally out. I don't want to say outworks. I don't want that to be like the all or nothing mindset, but yeah. you can seriously put in a lot of effort and time, um, to create the physique and lifestyle that you want. And just because yeah. your genetics are working against you, like Ash said, like I have autoimmune disorder. I brought it up a few times on here, it's Hashimoto's. So, you know, with that being said, like that is pretty much a disease where you just gain fat. <laughs> I mean, 
you can it's a possibility right i mean it is you know a lot of people get fat because their thyroid's not regulating so you need it and here i am competing in bodybuilding going through preps getting lean when essentially your thyroid's shit it out you're getting fat right obviously like i'm on medication but i take a whole lot of lifestyles and effort into consideration and changes that i've made and it's fine it's fucking fine and mm-hmm. i'm thriving so for me to have you know this genetic genetic um predisposition oh my god i can't talk today genetic predisposition i got you fill it thank in. you thank you um you know, to have a autoimmune disorder, I have not let it stop me. And yeah, anyway. something, I, something that I want to add is you don't have to outwork shit. You just have to make it work, right? Like that's what it's all about when it comes to all of these excuses. You don't have to outwork your genetics because you're right. It's not all or nothing. It's not black and white. You just have to make it work because you can change how you spend your time. You can change how you spend your money. You can change how you improve your energy levels. You can change, you know, how smart you are. You can't change your genetics. We're not at that point right now, unless you are like a designer baby, you can't cherry pick your genetics. You can turn on gene expression by your lifestyle, but at the end of the day, you can't change who your parents were. And if you focus so hard on like blaming your genetics, like shit, that's just wasted time. So don't blame your genetics, blame your work ethic. Then that last one that we're going to burst your bubbles, I don't have the mentality. I couldn't do this. I don't have the discipline. Like how many of you have been like, oh, I couldn't be a bodybuilder. I couldn't do what you do. I don't have the discipline. I don't have the motivation. Uh, I don't have the mentality. Like I hear that so often and it's like, shit, is that really what you think of yourself? Do you really think that little of yourself that you couldn't like push yourself to like this level? Like, damn, that's sad. Like, that is so sad that that's how you think of yourself. For me, it's like, I think so highly of myself because I push myself to be uncomfortable. And like, yeah, I probably pushed myself way too hard and that bites me in the ass. But it's like, at the end of the day, like, I believe in myself. I want this for myself. I want to be better. I don't want to look back on my life when I'm on my deathbed being like, damn, homie. Like, I was just like, you know, I was in the lazy pool. You know, like, you know, you go to like Kings Island or like an amusement park and you're like in the lazy river. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's fun. One go around because it's kind of fun to like wade around. But shit, I want to be in the goddamn like wave pool, like trying to swim up and like, you know, (laughs) battle against the the fake mother nature. I want to like, you know, feel something. And so many people just want to be comfortable and cozy and be in the lazy river and that be their life. And they go round and round and round and see the same people on the lazy river with them and if that's how you want to spend your life fine but like don't be upset when you're on your deathbed and you look back on your life and you haven't done anything that you know meant something to you and now you're filled with so many regrets like that would that would break my heart for me i don't want that for me so i make sure that doesn't happen to me right yeah like i hear all the time like i don't have the confidence i don't have the confidence Mm. to do that stuff and in my mind you're relying on what makes you feel comfortable? You know, it resorts back to um, your feelings and emotions and acting on that. Well, you don't feel confident because, you know, you, you've never really given yourself the opportunity to try, you know, when people Mm. come to me, like, I have a lot of like gym anxiety or fear. I don't want to look stupid and you know, this and that. And it's, it, it comes down to what you believe of yourself. Like you said, you don't want to settle for less. It's small minded, you know, go out there, 
do your best. It's not a valid excuse. How are you going to get confidence? How are you going to get better by doing it over and over? You know, that's how you become more comfortable with things. Uh, I had this client once that was like, horrible gym anxiety and I've been there and she's just like I really want this but I can't get in there like I, I I just don't know what to do I don't know what to do I'm like all right here's what we're gonna try I'm gonna give you a solution if you hate this that much we'll be done but I want you to go to the gym give me 15 minutes that's all you have to do give me 15 minutes in the gym and after 15 minutes if you fucking hate your workout you don't feel confident you don't have a good time you can leave you have my permission to leave she goes there after 15 minutes. She's like, wow, I was in a really good rhythm. Like I just, I just stayed the whole time and finished my workout. Exactly. And then the next time she's like, yeah, I felt really good after that last workout. I, I feel like I can go again. And it's little things like that. Just giving yourself a smaller goal, maybe to build that confidence mm-hmm. until you get there. And then here we are. I, we don't work together anymore, but I still see our Instagram. She's in the gym. She's thriving. She's doing well. And it's like perfect. two years ago, you had that small mindset that mentality where you're like, I can't, I can't do this. And here you are fucking doing it. Exactly. Exactly. I was, I forget if this was like a movie quote or something like that, but essentially the idea is, is if you like want or pray for strength, are you automatically given strength or are you given the opportunity to show that you are strong? This applies as well. And so when it comes to fear, what honestly do you think is going to happen when you set foot in the gym? So like going back to your client, like what is she, what was she afraid of happening? People are going to judge her. She can't mm-hmm. control that. People, like, right. so she was going to get hurt. That's why we send training videos to our coach. That's why we're not, you know, putting 45 plates on plates on plates on plates when you haven't done the exercise before. Like, you know, it's taking these fears that we build up and stress out over and busting them up. So in her case, I would have been like, hey, don't even do a workout. Just first day, just go to a gym, mm-hmm. walk around, look at the equipment. Like maybe if you have the courage, walk on the treadmill, like watch some TV, like just be in the gym so you can see what the environment's like. Shit, go to the sauna if you want. If they have like one of those like infrared saunas, just try to go to the gym and whatever fears that are coming up, let's talk about it. Like, what do you think is going to happen when you set foot in the gym that you're going to be judged, that you're going to hurt? Like, you know, I don't know of another excuse of why not to go in the gym. Like, I don't know, maybe if you have severe issues and that you are working through and something bad will happen. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those things where we just psych ourselves out uh, so unnecessarily because we don't want to become uncomfortable and breaking out of that fear mentality helps so much. So that way you are not limiting yourself because you should not be the one holding yourself back. Yeah, no, I agree. And then I was just like thinking about like tying it all back in together. Like, you know, you're when you have this mentality of like, I can't, or I don't have the time or I don't have the money. I don't have the energy. It it is, it's all small minded and they're all just excuses and it resorts back Mm -hmm. to not giving yourself like the benefit of the doubt, like not believing in yourself that you can make the time you can write down your schedule. You know, you can budget better, I guess you could say, or spend less, you know, like you don't have to buy every fucking thing in front of you, you know, um, that you have, you can have increased energy with taking care of yourself. You can learn from coaches, from resources, from people you respect and know what's going on in the industry. 
And, you know, you just because you don't have the, the genetics or you have underlying conditions that, so to speak, prevent you um, from or stop you from getting where you need to be, they're all just excuses and they're all just mm-hmm. bubbles that we're going to burst. Don't hold yourself back from whatever it is that you want to accomplish, whatever dreams, hopes, desires, like rather than finding ways that you don't have or can't have, find ways to make it happen because that is going to be a quality of life worth living. You know, if you make the excuses, it's not ever going to happen. And how many people hold themselves back from achieving whatever it is they want to achieve because they make themselves less in their own eyes. Like, damn, that's something you can control. You cannot control what others think and say about you. You can only con- do what you think and say and do about yourself. Mm-hmm. So think about the weight of that. Think about the weight and the quality of life that you get to have because of how you treat yourself both physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. And with that, start burst- bursting your own damn bubbles. Don't, don't let us just burst your bubbles. You start bursting your own bubbles because there are many more you know, excuses that we could have added. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to, do you value yourself enough to go after what you want? I know my answer. Ash knows her answer. What's yours? Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. It's going to be a bomb episode. I have anything to add, Ash? No, just just after you're done listening to this, sit down and call yourself out on all your fucking bullshit. Amen. Amen and hallelujah. And also budget. Get out an Excel spreadsheet and budget. It'll change your life. I promise you. Get up your credit card statements, your bank statements, your bills, and budget because you will save so much fucking time. And go to Starbucks once a week or your local coffee shop. Even better. Support your local economy. Yeah. But guys, until then, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Adios.